And now we will continue on with dessert for those who want to stay on. I take it all you guys have seen The Rise of Skywalker. Have? <laughs> yep. Christmas Day, as a matter of fact. Nice. Nice. So, for those who are listening, this is going to be the bonus part of the dinner show. So, I guess, say, episode 2.5, where we're now going to be having our dessert. <laughs> and that is to talk about Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Whoever would like to start first on their opinions of the movie, so, go for Tim, it. Tim, just to be clear, this is, so all your listeners, this is Spoiler spoilers galore. This is spoilers, we're going to go into details. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever we want to talk about, we're not going to hold back. So yes, sure. spoiler alerts. Uh, this is why yeah, I wanted I'll to make it separate too, so that nobody would get spoiled right. uh, at the end mm-hmm. of the dinner show. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'll say I, off the bat, I, I'm a star. I like Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars nerd, but um, I, I give it. I thought it was good. I give it like a seven. I I think it was a good movie. It 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 ha- it didn't blow me away, which is just okay. That's okay. It doesn't need to, but um, I think it I think it met a lot of those diehard fans' needs. But I think there was a lot of plot holes for me. As 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 I, I you know, I wanted some answers that didn't really um made sense, and they're not crazy ones. So again, to get into it, not in any order, but like you know, Papaltine, how and why is he back? You know, like, where was he? Where'd he go? Did he die? We thought he died, you know? So, like, not a lot of that. Um, but there was... I I guess my best way to describe it is... It was a two-hour movie, and I hate to say this about any movie, because sometimes movies are just getting too long nowadays. It needed to be a three-hour movie. There was too much stuff just crammed into it that they couldn't explain fully. Um, you know, I think... J.J. Abrams not directing or producing the second movie or really episode 8 he he almost like tried to make up for what what happened last last movie and tried to jam it in where I think this would have been a perfect time to make a three hour movie I mean everyone's doing it nowadays this is like the, the end of nine movies why try to cram it into a two hour movie where it was just like bam 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 which typically people want you know action after action after action but there was too many little things where I was just like, well, that. what about that? Like, you didn't explain that. You know, Ray has this dagger that she pushes a button that turns into this map that she holds up, and she's like, oh, yeah, that, that's where I need to go. It was just very, like, here you go. Everything was solved in a second. You know, does that make sense? I mean, am, I, am I just overthinking? So it could, for, for you, you were thinking could have been three hours or possibly even a Deathly Hallows type thing where it could have been uh, Rise of Skywalker yeah. Part 1, Rise of Skywalker well, Part 2 maybe? I'm okay with just one movie. Okay. I just think that nowadays it's okay to make these three-hour movies. I think that precedence was set years ago. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, for example. Yeah. But I think it was just weird that why make this a two-hour movie when they had so much plot that they wanted to jam in? Right. Explain a couple things a little bit more, is all I was saying. Gotcha. Jason, you look like you're ready to say something there. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying, and and being that I'm deeper into the lore than most people, I, I understood a lot more. Um, one of the big things that I saw a lot of people had issues with, even with the uh, the last Jedi 
was how is it that Ray, who's had absolutely no training whatsoever, all of a sudden is like this amazing duelist and has fairly competent force mastery. One thing they didn't explain in The Last Jedi that if you go back and actually read the novel adaptation of The Last Jedi was the psychic link that Rey and Ben or Kylo had. Because of that link, she technically downloaded all of his training so she didn't have to go through all of that. If, if they had just took a, taken a couple of seconds and explained that a little better, I think that it would have come across a lot better. Like you said, taking a little bit more time to explain some stuff. Yeah. I get that. Because I, um, think, I think it's hard, Jay, right, to expect watchers to to yes. do all the right let's just say a hundred people watch the star wars movies maybe 10 of them are are or 15 of them read the books and right. Right. read forums online so for the other 85 people it's almost not fair right right and it's like i know we talked um me you and, and bub talked off, offline about the supposed tie-in between the mandalorian and um, the Rise of Skywalker, which we, we we agreed it was kind of lame, but I understand why they did it, because the, if you don't know what we're talking about, the tie-in was the fact that Baby Yoda healed somebody on screen. That was the tie-in because you haven't really seen that. Anybody who's been anywhere in the Star Wars extended universe, whether it's the books, the games, the comic books, Healing has always been a thing, but they've never shown that in the movies, which is where they was try their that tie-in was from. I understand why they did that. I wish they had done a little bit more of a tie-in. Um, if you look at the timeline of how old Baby Yoda is in Mandalorian during Rise of Skywalker, he would have been probably around a hundred, a lot more adept with the Force, maybe even starting to kind of come out as a Jedi at that point. It, it would have been cool to see a little bit more, maybe even just see um, Din Jarrus, the, the Mandalorian himself, coming in at the end of the movie when everybody comes together for the big party. It would have been cool to see. Even, like I said, I understand the, the tie-in with the healing, but it was. I wish there was more of a tie-in to it. It was like a stretch almost, so, right? So, yes, right. Nick and Sam, what you guys? I think it's really hard to really take this movie on its own because you yeah. it, it kind of you wind up grading the whole trilogy you know and I think like with Drew, what Drew said it felt like they were packing too much in mm-hmm. because I think this movie wanted to largely ignore The Last Jedi Yeah, and it, Abrams really wanted to just retread the original trilogy I mean you look at you look at uh, The Force Awakens it's a oh, new yeah. You look at this movie, it's trying to be Return of Jedi, and it's also trying to be Empire Strikes Back. And I don't think it really stuck that landing, um, but I do think it actually probably is overall the best of the new trilogy. Agreed. uh, In my opinion, and I think the main reason for that is I think they finally brought the new characters together and had them play off of each other in a way that was actually entertaining which I don't think yes. I don't think the new characters really came together in a way that worked until this movie. Yeah. And part of that's because they were all doing like their own things in like mm-hmm. Last Jedi everybody had their own little subplot and they didn't really get like we never really got to see like Poe and Rey interact up until this movie. True. 
Well, that goes with the opening scene, right? The opening scene was literally like a eight-minute trailer. Where I, I forget what, what was it, Jay? Help me out. It was it was Ray kind of training, right? right? It was um, was it was it Man and also Paul were kind of Clint um, and Paul were kind of doing their thing. Yep. And then what was it, Kylo? Maybe a little bit. I, I can't forget who the third one. But it was literally three storylines, and they were like going back. It was like a, I was watching like a trailer. It was weird. Yeah, um, it was Kylo kind of going out searching for the. I don't know if it, it wasn't exactly oh, that's the right. Holocron, but he was searching to try and the find. Oh crud! What's the name of that planet now? But, uh, yeah, but but the Sam's point—that's that's it right there. They made like an eight-minute montage with some music to try to, right. to try to do what was happening in the Last Jedi, or or like set in the stage. I'm just like between a that lot and now. of stuff just happened in a few minutes, you know? Right. Nick. Yeah. So I I was interested to see what you guys thought of it. I am. I watch Star Wars like separate movies for entertainment, just to be real honest. Like I, I can't keep it all in my head. <laughs> just so like what happened one to the next. Um, so for me, this one really probably, this one was not my favorite Star Wars. There's just I think because they were doing the wrap up for everybody who right. really loves Star Wars. For me, I was like, ah, uh, this doesn't really all this stuff that's going on. I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. And there was a lot of stuff that I, I the dagger really. I totally didn't understand that. They fell into some sand, and all of a sudden, they just, like, magically find this dagger. I, like, I looked over <laughs> to my friend, and I was like, are you serious? Like, out of this whole solar system yeah. of planets, they just happened to stumble upon this dagger? I just that thought was that was, like, map. the worst yeah. plot in the entire world. I mean, and I don't normally get stuck on that kind of stuff with movies. I just watch them for entertainment. But that, to me, was, like, a step too far. I just couldn't. I just couldn't handle that one, but uh, but I mean, they were. It was entertaining. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, but like I said, I just watched them for entertainment. I was really interested for people who who have uh, who watch these and kind of keep the story in mind one to the next. Uh, what you guys thought about it? So, so what I'm saying is, I'm really here just to listen more than uh, put in a lot of great input. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was um, so. If you haven't picked up on it for over this time, for me being on the Nintendo Dads and uh, or even being a fan, I'm very I'm a very simple guy. I, I keep things simple. I probably sound pretty simple when I talk, so uh, <laughs> I I just try to keep things simple, and I do that with my movies too. I don't I try not to get into the over analytics of it or over analyzing something because I feel for me it ruins my experience. I'll if I expect one thing or another. So when I went into this movie, just like that that um, saying that the Nintendo said Nintendo dads have said over time, awesome poster. <laughs> uh, you know, high hopes, low expectations type of thing. You know. So uh, I do that a lot of times, even before that was said on the Nintendo Dad show. I've done that throughout my life. It's like I have a lot of high hopes for a lot of things. For this one, it was just like, okay, I hope J.J. Abrams, you know, can wrap it up nice, nicely in a bow. And for me as a fan, I was, I thought this was spectacular. I thought it was great. It blew it, it uh, blew my mind. I felt like a little kid again watching these movies. So 
I just kind of went into it with that mentality. I'm a little kid going in to watch this movie. I'm trying to watch it with the same mentality my own kids were. They're watching it because they absolutely love this trilogy. This is their trilogy is how I look at it too. Just like my oldest, who's 24, uh, who his trilogy was the prequels. But Mm -hmm. for him, it was, okay, here's the prequels. I need to go watch the originals to get an idea of what's going on there. So that's how he got into watching the originals. Now, if I get my kids to watch the originals, they are bored out of their minds. (laughs) They they (laughs) cannot. It's too slow for them. And even the prequels, they're just kind of like, what what is this? And I think for them, it's more of the CGI that they are having an issue with. With these movies, it's they love them. They love how the progression of these three movies, and I try to keep that in mind. A simple, just go in with a simple-minded attitude about it, and I loved every aspect of it, the pace of it. Uh, there was a couple times I did get a little teary-eyed of how they represented some things, uh, you know, especially the Leia thing. I thought that was pretty yeah. awesome. Um, uh, just, just, and I'm trying to recall some of those things that maybe just kind of you know got me a little emotional but um what's that chewy c3po and chewy yes so i mean it's just oh babu frick can we talk about oh yes (laughs) he was amazing all of these things to me was great i i actually i think was the only person who clapped at the end of the movie so and i know not a lot of people do that anymore but i actually clapped because i really enjoyed it that much so no, I mean it was a good movie, Tim. Like you said, when you you try to put put away all the other the other stuff, but it's also at the same time hard to do that, right? When you have this huge connection and tie-in. But the other thing I wanted to kind of talk about was is 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 the my my issue was is the hierarchy or the really the the conclusion or ending where the the whole sure Ray defeats Kylo, and then all of a sudden, you know what? I just killed this the big bad guy, the Sith Lord. Let me bring him. Let me heal him, and then say, "Hey, Kylo died, but Ben is now alive." And he's just like, "Oh yeah, sure, that sounds good. I'll become a good guy," you know. And now all of a sudden, he's he's the big good guy, and um, I get it. it it's kind of like repaid the favor, right? And then at the end, when when he when he saves her, but um, I don't know. I mean, I don't want everybody to just die, but it's like. The Chewy thing, you know, we talked about the Chewy thing. We thought Chewy, it's it's almost a throwback to the fans. Like, yes, we have to do this. We do. Maybe they should have killed a couple people off. Maybe they should have showed. Like, I feel like it was they, they, it was too easy. If that sounds up in a nice little bow for you, <laughs> like nine movies, and it was just like, bam, this girl comes up. She's the chosen one. She comes out of nowhere. We don't really see her training, but we know she trained. And now all of a sudden she defeats the the new biggest bad guy. Papeltine shows up. He's another new big bad guy that comes out of nowhere. She 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 heals him. They heal him. I mean, the only cool part about it was at the very end, where I thought it was a, a cool thing to end the saga with was, oh, what's your name? You know, and and it wasn't about Papeltine or whatever. It was this the idea that my name's Skywalker. You know, it, it was just the idea that the Skywalker will always live on. What they, what he did, what they did, 
You know, she's not trying to pretend that she is a Skywalker. I don't think that was the point. I think it was the idea of of who Skywalker the name is. Um, but um, I just, I just felt like it was too easy. Like I, I I did. I don't want. I didn't want people to die, but I did. Like I wanted it to be like, hey, with more impact. You know, with right? success. Well, yeah. You know, to succeed, you have to make sacrifices, and I feel like the sacrifice was the bad guy. Or the last three movies of six hour of film, they told us this is the bad guy. We're gonna sacrifice him for good. Just like, eh, kind of a lame cop out to me. So what you're saying is you basically you wanted the ending to be like the ending of Harry Potter, where a lot of characters that you truly loved ended up dying right at the end to sacrifice themselves. But doesn't but doesn't but you're right, Jay, but doesn't that make it like feel like Hey, it, it doesn't give a lot more love gravity these people. to the situation. It, it, it adds more to the whole story. We're like, hey, it's not all just rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> you know, it, it, it takes hardship to get, like, everlasting peace, as lame as that sounds, you know? Hey, right. <laughs> it takes sacrifice. You're right. Well, I, I mean, I the entire planet of people actually did die in the movie. It's just <laughs> nobody we cared about. Yeah, nobody knew. Nobody planet. cared about that. <laughs> uh, another another the planet. One gone. character we knew the name of, who was allegedly on that planet, turned out to be okay. <laughs> right. Well, to speak to your um, the uh, thing that happened between Ray and Kylo, right? Where Ray mm-hmm. got the upper hand and was able to kill Kylo Ren. Uh, well, not kill him, but you know, about, yeah, close totally to it, it, close to it, right? Yeah. So, from my point of view, this is how I took it, and that's why I guess maybe that's how I w- it felt more acceptable to me was that mm-hmm. Kylo looked like he was going to have the upper hand, but when his mom right. died, that threw him off. He dropped the the saber, and that's when Ray took advantage of that situation, but then also realized. I took advantage of his mom dying. So that's the, I guess the light side of her didn't want him to go out that way. Didn't want to take someone out that way. So that would have been more, I guess, Sith like if, you know, taking advantage of that to her, maybe, um, then being aware of, okay, dude, your mom just died. I love her. You love her. That obviously impacted you. So here I'm gonna heal you, and then we'll see where it goes from here. Because maybe she, right. you know, maybe she didn't know where it was gonna uh, go. But that's how I kind of took I, it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how I took it as well. Stop buying it. <laughs> but you can see how and this could be different, bad right? That, that she took advantage of that situation and was like, "Look, I want to fight you at your best, not when you're distracted." Right. Take your enemies down when you can, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's on the so dark that's why side. I'm a Jedi yeah. <laughs> Drew's on the dark side. We know that now. <laughs> but uh, oh, and speak, the other thing that you made you reminded me of the 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 emotional part for me was, um, thankfully that Chewie didn't die to where he was. Right. He actually at the end finally got that medal that he never got in Episode Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that that one was like, yeah, Chewie. <laughs> so, Sam, you got. So I, I know my my wife. Um, she I've introduced her to quite a few fandoms over the years, and about a week and a half ago, my wife came to me and said, "I want to know enough about Star Wars to be able to see the Rise of Skywalker." And she has told me in years before that she didn't want to get into Star Wars because 
she knows that once she does, she's going to be one of those obsessed cosplaying fans by the time she's done. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like an after dark channel. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, um, so she actually watched, I tried to get her to watch the, the original trilogy quite a few years ago and she was, she didn't make it through. Um, and so the last Sunday, I think it was, TNT had a, a marathon, all eight movies, all day long. And so we we came home after church, and she watched everything from A New Hope up to The Force Awakens that one day. Then watched The Last Jedi the next day. And, of course, was asking questions and was ready to go see... Um, the Rise of Skywalker, and she she went into these movies being a brand new, fresh fan, and she loved it just as much as the rest of us. Um, she did have some questions, of course. Palpatine, how he survived, came up, um, which just like Darth Maul survived. I'll say this just for the sake <laughs> of saying it. If you look into the lore of Palpatine. There is a, a kind of, I don't know if you'd call it a throwaway line, but a line in one of the prequel movies where, at the time, Senator Palpatine says, have you ever heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Darth Plagueis was actually the master that trained Palpatine himself. Plagueis's life mission was to find a way to cheat death and live forever. So that plays into Palpatine's ability to cheat death because he trained under the tutelage of Darth Plagueis. Um, And actually, if you go back into the comic book story arc called, um, I think it was Dark Empire, that actually shows the story of how Palpatine, as, as everybody thought he was dead, was able to use the force to transfer his consciousness into another being and in the way they did it it was a actually just a clone of himself but he was able to transfer his consciousness into another being to be able to live on like he did in the rise of skywalker so they actually did play on some of the the old stories that people may or may not have read it, i think it's a a very interesting nod to some of the extended universe that they did kill off when Disney bought the, the 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 entire series. Yeah, I like yeah, how they I bring mean, some I of think, that in. I think right. Disney's approach to the extended universe in Star Wars is just like you know the Marvel Studios' approach to the original comics. You know, you see a right. lot of Marvel movies that are named after comic runs or comic events, but. They don't have that much similarity to them. They just kind of pull whatever they think is going to work and right. retool it to fit a uh-huh. two-and-a-half-hour movie. Absolutely. Right. I agree. And so far, they've been and, doing and, that pretty well. Right. I think part of the reason they do it like that is so they can take some of this this content they have and make it new and bring it into the, the mainstream so that everybody can enjoy what a very select few has been able to over the years. Nice. Hey, um, any other que- Any other feedback before I ask the next question in regards to Star Wars? So my next question is, where does Star Wars go from here? Other than, I mean, obviously we can see in Disney Plus they got their uh, Mandalorian, 
They've got the latest, you know, the Fallen Order, uh, Fallen Order game, Jedi Fallen Order game that Jason and I, you and I, have been playing. I don't know if anybody else has been playing. That's been going really well. A lot of fans are liking that. We've got the mm-hmm. Ben Kenobi series coming up. I think there's another series right. that's in the works. Uh, but where do You've they... You've got the final season of Clone Wars coming out on Disney Plus as well. Yes. So where do they go from here? I know that this, again, too, this is supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga, right? We're not supposed to get any right. more beyond that. Maybe some mentions here and there. But do you think from this, do you think that is truly it? Where do we go so, from here? So Disney's not done, right? I mean, no. they just spent, what, $2 billion on their parts for Star Wars. So it's not going anywhere. Right. Um, I, I I strongly believe there will be another trilogy. Um, yep. Maybe even another saga. I, I don't think it's going to be, like you said, it's obviously Skywalkers, I think, is, is done. I but, believe um, I've heard rumor that they're talking about possibly doing a Darth Revan trilogy. Um, Revan was if if you played the game Knights of the Old Republic, they had Knights of the Old Republic one and two, which was a um, kind of a, an action RPG back in the, the days of PlayStation and PlayStation two. Darth Revan was actually a Jedi who turned dark and then came back as a Jedi. Um, but there's been rumor that they're going to look at the possibility of doing a trilogy based off of him with Keanu Reeves playing Darth Revan. Oh. Uh, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised to see a, a trilogy J that's almost just new. You know, like yeah, like let's let's not too. let's not tie it into any of the the bat stories or the or the old novels or anything. Let's just create a right. new trilogy with um, you know same world, same lore, just you know brand new story. Um, that way, everyone is fresh. And, and, and look what they did with Galaxy's Edge, right? It, it's the same exactly. thing. So, um, who knows what the... What that they are actually part. tying Galaxy's Edge into the the new stories. I'm currently um, reading through the new Thrawn trilogy that just finished up back in... I think it was June or July with the final part. I'm about halfway through the second book right now. Um, but there's a lot of mention of traveling to and doing business in Batu in, in this, this book currently. Hmm. So, as a new guy, I mean, not as a new guy, but as a guy who doesn't follow the storyline, I love what you're talking about, Drew. I mean, uh, something where I can kind of start fresh. I don't have to try to. I don't have to try to do this marathon of movies that I'm not going to exactly. remember the beginning of those right. movies anyways. Even if I marathoned them, probably. I love that idea. I like. I mean, I've I've loved watching The Mandalorian probably more than I liked Rise of the Skywalker because it is kind of just this set off in the awesomeness of Star Wars, but not in all of that lore. So mm-hmm. The Mandalorian has been uh, such a joy to to watch that series. And so I really like that idea. But I also know that Disney's probably sitting there weighing, well, what's going to happen to people like Jay? Are they going to like that? Or are they going to be yeah. like, well, bah, I want my storyline back, huh. you know? <laughs> yeah, they're, that's in a, they're in a tough spot, I think, of how to... So, how to I think... I think- I think with that, that's a good point, Nick. But I think what they'll do is they'll continue these spin-off series, like like Solo and Rogue One and things like that. They'll maybe, who knows? They can make a Darth Maul movie. They they, they can do stuff like that. And that that will cater towards those people like Jay, but still entertain people like me and you. Because I don't know the Jay stuff, but I watch Solo, I watch Rogue One, and I could enjoy them, kind of like the Mandalorian, where they stand alone. 
Um, I, I truly do think a new trilogy will come, and I think it will have zero tie-ins, exactly like they're doing with Galaxy's Edge, because Galaxy's Edge did it perfectly where, you know, you can take your kids or your parents who don't even know anything about Star Wars and say, listen, we're on this planet that doesn't exist, and, you know, there's there's good guys, which are Jedis, and there's bad guys, which, and, and that's all you need to know. I mean, I hate to say, but it can, in, no, in the world, you can simplify it into this. We're on a planet from space. There's a lot of spaceships, good guys, bad guys. That's all you need to know. Take it all in and enjoy it. So I truly think that's where they'll move forward and, and, and try to grab a new audience or younger era of people. I'll agree to that because, honestly, if you look at what's happened with The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian shows you a lot of the lore, gives you some, um, you know, maybe a couple throwbacks to some of that. But it introduces an t- entirely new story that, especially the reason my wife really did start getting into the movies was because of The Mandalorian and how much she enjoyed that. So it's it having that new series makes it easy, more, much more easily approachable to somebody who's not deep into the lore and just wants to watch something that they enjoy. Yeah, and I think The Mandalorian is a perfect example, Jay. I, I think Disney's not dumb. That was a test. Let's put out this Mandalorian show and see what people think. And obviously, people love it. So it's just a perfect example. People like this idea, this world, the lore. So I think I honestly want to say that was a test. And it seems to, to, to see be, what they want to do at Star Wars. Seems to be appealing to all facets of fans, right? So between yeah. people who are it's into not the lore, by the baby Yoda. yes, and that because <laughs> my wife got mad at me. She's like, she's like. Did you know about this? It's like, yeah, I mean, I watched for, you know a couple episodes already, and she was like, and "You didn't have me watch it. You didn't tell me about Baby Yoda." <laughs> so I had to rewatch those. Did anybody watch episode eight this morning? I have not had a chance to watch it yet. I haven't watched. I won't say anything. But <laughs> yes, the, the one I hate, I, I hate that they're not bringing it back till the fall. But I seriously hope they have more than eight episodes in the. Uh, that seems to be the norm now, though, Jay. Eight it, to ten episodes. Unfortunately, it does. I just I like a good long series to watch. I mm. think at most we can hope for 12. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I'm figuring. If we can get 12, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the episodes were short, too. Wasn't there one that that's was, what like, I was gonna say. 32 minutes or something? Yeah. yeah. You didn't even get, like, eight one... You didn't even get eight hours, you know? Like, eight one-hour <laughs> shows. Oh, no. So, yeah. Nice. I bet it was, like, six hours or less. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. And yeah, we were actually having a conversation about this at work uh, before leaving for the holiday break. Um, I was talking about kind of like what I was talking about before, how each generation has their own trilogy. And if you kind of follow these these trilogy timelines in our, you know, how we got the first trilogy was 77 that started. And then in... um, was it uh 99 nine, was it 99 yeah so 99 yep. and then 2007 no yes yeah. no it was 2012 was when force awakens come out yeah so 2012 so that we were thinking well maybe the next one would be um you know somewhere in a few years so they'll probably take a big break before they do that next trilogy anyways so yeah i would say you won't see anything probably not so earlier than six 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 years from now. yeah I was thinking, like, maybe even 2027 was my guess was when yeah. we might see something. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll still have our episodes. We'll still have, you know, uh, those type of things. Maybe one those one-off Star Wars stories type of things. But that trilogy. And, and you can see later. with a lot of the fandoms, too, 
depending on your age, depends on which of the sets of trilogies that you think is the gold standard. Right. Because you've got the older generation that says the original trilogy is the gold standard. And then you've got the newer fans that are like, no, 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 the originals weren't that great. The prequels is where it's at. And the, the guys that love... Nobody likes the prequels. Yeah, I haven't met anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, too... I still am holding out hope that we're going to have a Darth Be- Jar Jar before it's all said and done. <laughs> hey, I don't mind Jar Jar. I really don't bother me. I didn't have any problem with Jar Jar. There's a fan theory out there. that I know all about it. He acts. He's actually a Darth. uh, He's a Sith. (laughs) Through and through. That's that's awesome. Well, gentlemen, if there's nothing else, any final comments I should ask before we end this bonus episode? I think we're good. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you guys for staying for dessert and for talking about Star Wars, as always, I you guys are always welcome to come back to the dinner table. So with that, I will say good night to you. Blast. Have a good weekend, and All talk right. to you next good night, time, guys. Thank good night, you, guys. See you later. Bye bye.